Good afternoon and hope you're having an awesome day thus far. So, this Shabbos we read about, amongst many other things, the giving of the Torah at Sinai. It is arguably the most significant event that has ever happened to the Jewish people, and possibly even the world. The giving of not only the best-selling book of all time, but also the source of all the wisdom we've been sharing for the past 41 days. One really interesting thing to think about is the name of the Parsha. One would imagine that this Parsha title, the one in which we receive the Torah, would be something awesome. I could think of lots of names to call it or people to name it after, but what in fact is this week's Torah portion name? Yisro, the name of the non-Jewish father-in-law of Moshe. Pretty wild. So what did he do to merit this honor? That, my friends, is worth discussing around your table. However, the idea I would like to actually focus on today relates to some of the content of the Aseris Adibros, which in English is often called the Ten Commandments. There are lots of interesting discussions about these commandments. Questions such as, why were they given on two tablets of five and not David Letterman style? Top ten things God commanded the Jewish people. Or why specifically were these ten chosen out of all 613? Or why do we even refer to them as Aseris Hadibros, the Ten Utterances? Why not the Aseris HaMitzvos? Because they're the Ten Commandments. All interesting for discussion and research, but I would like to focus our discussion on one insight into just one of the commandments, specifically the last one, Lo Sachmod, one should not covet, or to sound a little more biblical, thou shalt not covet. There's a fascinating opinion among the commentaries that the last commandment is actually the culmination of the entire religious experience. While commandment number one, Anochi, the awareness of and belief in God is obviously important, they hold it's the 10th commandment which truly embodies this belief. How so? I mean, being jealous of others is not a good thing, I know that. And it also makes life a little bit more difficult, but really it all just boils down to just don't be jealous? The answer perhaps is as follows. While going through life, people sometimes or even often start to question what they either don't or do have in their lives. God, why don't I have that car or that job or those looks? Or on the flip side, God, why do I have these family challenges, personal struggles or financial burdens? And we think to ourselves, if only I had that person's life, then I could truly be me and a happy, successful me. In my opinion, that's even part of the reason why people change their hair color all the time. Sorry, God, you even mixed that up. I was definitely meant to be a brunette, not a blonde. No way. So the 10th commandment comes along and reminds us that the entire spiritual world of living culminates with the understanding that God not only exists as in commandment number one and has relationship with each and every one of us, but also gives each person the exact life circumstances that they need to achieve the unique role in the world that they and only they can play. Any success we experience in life will be defined by the fact that we embrace our life circumstances and muster up the strength and courage necessary to maximize the potential with the list of tools we've been given to achieve them. As Jews, we deeply believe that he gave us each specific situations precisely because it was exactly what we need to play the lead role in our own lives. As Oscar Wilde said, be yourself because after all, everyone else is taken. So as a result, no matter what our life situation is, we're not meant to question, God, why did you do or not do this to or for me? Instead, the question needs to be redirected at ourselves. What did God intend by giving me the situation I have? And how can I use it to achieve greater good and or potential? So you see, the idea that don't covet, the final commandment is really the culmination of one's entire religious outlook on life, is actually quite empowering. 
Nothing in our life is accidental. We don't always know exactly why things happen, especially in the moment, but we believe it is by design. And if we do our best and direct all of our actions according to the values and guidance of the Torah, the role we play will continue to unfold. No, our life won't turn into that person's life. But trust me, you don't want his or her life anyway. That wasn't meant for you. That person or you or me, we all have our own challenges which are on our plate to deal with. And on the side as a rabbi, some of the greatest strategy, tragedies I've seen is when I get a glimpse into what is happening behind the scenes, scenes in that person's seemingly perfect life. Everybody has their challenges and everyone has their gifts. Our goal is not to strive to be someone else or have what they have, but rather to embrace our own lives, pleasure, and challenges, and take ownership and control of those pieces. When we do this, our life will unfold into something even better, as we realize and act on the impact we can have in this world and on those around us, each and every one of us. So in a nutshell, if you nail commandment number 10, you are nailing it in life. And with that, I wish you a Shabbat Shalom as I prepare to unplug for 25 hours and look forward to seeing you tomorrow.